Hey guys, welcome back to Floral Couch Conversations. I'm Emily. And I'm Alyssa. And if you hear the lovely rain in the background. Is it raining? Yeah, it was like pouring a second ago. Now it's just like raining, raining. I met my sisters and we were just talking about going into the pool because there's not a chance here until like um, later in the evening. So she has a pool. Um, yeah, it's like an above ground, but it's like decent sized. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's fun. Um, yeah, it's been kind of, it's been really gross weather. Yesterday was like 87 and just deathly humid. But yeah. I don't mind at all because I need an excuse to just stay inside and not do anything slash yeah. work on schoolwork. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I was um at a wedding yesterday and it was so humid. I feel like that the air conditioning at like the reception hall couldn't like keep up that I don't feel like it ever like it was cool, but like it was still like sticky inside, which mm. is kind of rough. Uh, so how was the wedding during Corona times? I was a little nervous because I didn't know how many people were invited um, and I had heard, like, rumblings just, like, from family members of, like, it could be a lot, it could be a little. Um, and so we got to the church, and it was actually, like, the church is, like, holds, like, 1,200, I think. So it was oh, only, like, 100 of us, maybe. So it was pretty social distance. Like, I just sat with my immediate family in the pew and no one else. So that was good. But I was also one of the only, like, ones wearing a mask, which I thought was interesting because I thought that they were required, but... Um, maybe not once you get to your pew. I'm not sure. Um, and then, They're definitely required in indoor spaces. That's what I everywhere thought. Everywhere in the state of Minnesota. Well, okay, but people wore them to get into the church, but they took them off when they got to their pew. And I don't know if that's, like... Was it, like, distance where the pews, like, were you six it was feet every apart? Other, it was every other pew, yeah. And you okay. sat with, like, your family, so maybe it was fine. I just was like, eh, I'm going to leave mine on just to be safe. Um, yeah I would have but yeah and then the reception was good but it felt like a little more packed than I I don't know like obviously it was a smaller wedding but like the reception hall still I don't feel like the tables they had a max of six people at a table to like try to distance and then um nobody really wore their mask (laughs) there either Mm -hmm. I wore it if I left my like dinner table um, but other than that, yeah, it wasn't like very strictly enforced because they said as long as you have a beverage in your hand, you don't have to wear it, which uh, a wedding dance most people do. So right. Um, no, it was good. It was pretty small, but yeah, I, I uh, didn't feel completely comfortable, so I didn't stay super long because I was like, I don't want to risk like being in the middle of a group of people not wearing masks. <laughs> Were, did they ever talk about canceling it, or were they always just like, nope, we're going to have it? Not that I know of, but I'm not that close. Like, it's a distant family member, so okay. um, I don't know that they ever talked about canceling it. Because, like, her brother couldn't come. Um, like, the bride's brother couldn't come to the wedding, so I don't think that they had talked about canceling it. He couldn't come because of Corona? He's in the military, Yeah. Oh. Um, so he wasn't like around to go to it yeah got it um interesting I I get 
I totally get like I don't know like it's a wedding it's easy to be like lax on masks like you're just like oh whatever I just want to have fun but also it scares me because like they've started having funerals and stuff and there was like those people somewhere in Minnesota where it was a funeral and like 30 people got infected because and they were all wearing masks the whole time but it was just like I mean when you're like crying and you like let your guard down because you're like grieving right like hugging wanting wanting to hug people and be with your family and friends um but yeah it's just I don't know I know I like and it's so weird too because everyone has such a different opinion on it so like I have no problem wearing a mask and in the cities it's like very normal but I go to like Mm -hmm. a more rural part of the state and I they're like why are you so paranoid like and I'm like I just want to like do my part like I don't want to unnecessarily risk exposing anyone and yeah so I was like I was probably like more cautious than a lot of people but (laughs) yeah yeah it's yeah especially I don't know I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. Whatevs. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I think it'll be real interesting to see what happens when schools restart. Oh, my gosh. I saw a tweet that was, like, um, something about, like, oh, when you are done, like, when the first day of school, your kid comes back on with a different mask because they traded them at lunch. I was, like, so accurate. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, that's totally something a kid would do. Like, oh, you have a Spider-Man mask? I'll give you my Toy Story one. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I So I've heard that most of the schools in Minnesota are, not most of them, but a lot of the, like, bigger suburb ones around here are doing, they're, like, spreading out the kids. So it's, like, kindergarten through third grade at the elementary schools, and then they're moving the fourth through sixth, or fourth through fifth, at the high school so everyone has like room to spread out and then all like six through 12 will be mostly online oh interesting because i mean it makes sense because the older kids can better like manage right their stuff yeah, on their own and it's like you're it's probably okay if you leave them at home alone yeah maybe not six grade but like it's not the end of the world if you have to leave them at home alone right and they don't need as much like hands-on help usually yeah Um, yeah yeah it's interesting because I think um Minnesota is doing um school district by school district Mm -hmm. is that how it's working so I know a lot of them are doing hybrid too so like certain grades go in like Tuesday Thursdays and then they, like, completely clean the school, and then Monday, Wednesdays is a different group of kids, but I don't know. It'll be very interesting. Right, because, like, all you're hearing is the scary stories of stuff happening in Georgia, like, people getting infected in on the first day, and then it's, like, everyone has to quarantine, and, like, I don't, like, how is that efficient? hmm Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know enough to speak on the topic, but I just, that's. It's just hard to know mm-hmm. what the right answer is without like, yeah. I don't know either. 
Anyway, uh, you just got back to town, right? Um, about a week ago, yeah. Was it that long ago? Mm-hmm, last Sunday. Okay. How was your trip? Where'd you go? What'd you do? Who'd you see? <laughs> <laughs> um, we drove out to Montana. We were in Helena, like, near Helena, Montana, which is, like, pretty, it's, like, um, more western, not super far west, but western Montana, and, um, we were on, we stayed with my family in a house on a lake, and um, it was kind of fun, because my my sister's boyfriend, I've met him before, but he hadn't met, like, he hadn't been with our whole family at once. Yeah. So it was, it was fun, and um, we were, we stayed on this lake, it's called Canyon Ferry Lake, and it's actually like a dammed up spot on the Missouri river. Oh. And so it's a reservoir and they built this dam in like the 1800s. And um, so it's always been, and they, it was called Lake Sewell. It wasn't called Canyon Ferry Lake before. And then like the 1950s, they built a new dam, but they built it like, um, a mile and a half smaller than the other dam was so mm-hmm. they made the lake they made the lake um bigger or sorry they made the lake bigger um so they the I'm not doing a good job of explaining this <laughs> but um so they had to flood this like mile and a half area of land in the river valley that was a town called Canyon Ferry so under like 150 um feet of water where we were staying right on the lake Mm -hmm. is a whole is a whole town that in the 1950s got flooded and so there's like a whole town underwater in this lake that's super cool and there's like they try to have scuba divers go down there but you can't really see at that depth but you can like feel the wall where the old dam was and is and then there's this big island like right where the kind of close to where the old dam was and there's a cemetery on it and so we went up to the island and there's like this little cemetery with all these headstones um from like the late 1800s and like 1900 to like 1905 and um that was like the cemetery of this town that got flooded by Mm -hmm. when they built the new dam and so it was kind of creepy, but it was cool. Interesting. That is super interesting. So that's your um, a little bit of Montana history for you. Yeah. How long of a drive is it to that area? Um, it was about just about 14 and a half hours. Oh, gee. But honestly, like, people freak out when I say that it's a 14, 15 hour drive, but it's it doesn't phase me. Yeah. Like, it was, like, like fine. Yeah. I mean, it takes a long time, but I don't know. I think it's kind of fun. Okay. I like road trips. Yeah. Um. So what else did you do there? So we stayed on the lake. So we rented a pontoon boat for a couple of days um, and just kind of, like, went out on the lake. There was There's lots of, like, public land, so you can just kind of, like, post up at any like little beach area um and the lake is 
two miles wide and 27 miles long so my gosh it's very big and so we just boated around looked at all the giant mansions wish we lived in one (laughs) um but it's not very developed like there's only one little part of the lake where there's like a lot of houses and then you kind of go farther down and there's like it's just like land yeah interesting Um, that's cool we did some hikes it was just kind of chilled. It was really fun. Did you bring moose dog? We did not. My parents had their dogs, but we didn't bring moose. Okay. I saw a yellow lab in one of your snaps, and I couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, I figured that some people... Actually, our friend Jamie messaged me and was like, he's living his best life. And I was like, this isn't moose, but <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I, moose wishes it was him. Right. But 15, 15 that's a hours. That's with a hundred pound dog in the car is like, I don't know. So much dog breath. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been a lot for him. Yeah. Oh, well, that sounds fun. Yeah. It was, it was really fun. What, what's been happening in your crazy life? OMG. Okay. Question for you. Do you yes. have a carbon monoxide detector in your home? Uh, I think so. Okay, well, my PSA is everyone to check their detectors to make sure they're working. Okay. Um, so last <gasps> weekend, I was at my sister's, um, and we were having a garage sale. So we mm-hmm. um, were outside most of the time, but one of the nights, I think it was Saturday night, we smelt natural gas, and we're like, this mm-hmm. is super weird. And then we're like, but maybe, like, someone, like, because people were in and out of our house, like, the neighbors and stuff. Um, and we're like, maybe someone turned, like, a burner on or something, you know, like, that it didn't light, light. And so we checked that, and then we didn't think anything of it. And then we got, like, headaches. And we're like, that's so weird. Let's, like, go drive around for a while. Like, we went and got, like, ice cream with, like, some cousins and stuff. And then... um we came back and you like open the door and like the smell of natural gas just like hit you in the face. And so we called the fire department because we're like, we thought mm-hmm. we had a natural gas leak. And um, they came and they're like, no, you don't have a natural gas leak, but you definitely have carbon monoxide. Like if you would have slept here tonight, you guys would be dead because <sighs> um, the hot water heater to vent outside came apart the whole, like the, um, vent so it was venting into the house and so luckily all of the um, fire from the hot water heater doesn't all burn so we could also smell natural gas otherwise carbon monoxide is odorless mm-hmm. so that happened we fixed that and then my sister was still not feeling well and actually the week before she's like messaged her doctor because she was like I had, cannot keep my eyes open And, like, I always have been sleeping more when I've been here because I was here the last two weekends because I've had, like, showings and stuff for my house. And, like, I'm always, like, more tired, but I didn't think anything of it. Like, it wasn't, like, super noticeable, but she's here working from home all day every day. And she, like, messaged Mm -hmm. her doctor because she couldn't keep her eyes open. And then um, she, like, went to the doctor and she's like, okay, it could be CO, but it shouldn't be out of your system. Like, it cuts in half every six hours. So, like, it shouldn't still be there, but it was still in her blood. And so um, she actually got hospitalized and, like, got oxygen overnight. And her and then, um, like, a couple of days later, she was still not feeling well. Or I think it was the next day. 
Um, and her like numbers have like doubled. So for carbon monoxide poisoning, which is like not supposed to happen. So we're like, what the heck is going on? Because the fire department was here. They aired out her house. And so then we called XL Energy and they walked around her entire house and they found also her oven was emitting carbon monoxide. Oh my gosh. And the weirdest thing is she has two detectors that never went off. Like, so if it wouldn't have been like the natural gas smell with a combination of us being outside all day for the most part and like one of the neighbor kids left her door open for a couple hours, like a lot of factors, just like, I don't know. It made sure we're here today. So we're, we're seriously, were the, the detectors broken? I don't think so because the one we like got brand new and I think maybe it was previously just such low levels but constantly emitting where until the point where Mm -hmm. we got to smell it that it wasn't strong. Uh, The fire department the first night said your one in the basement should have been going off but you like press the test button and it seemed like it was working you know Mm -hmm. Um, but we replaced it anyway with a digital one and that hasn't had a reading. And so, I don't know. It's really weird. Like, I don't know enough about it to, like... Yeah, that's so scary. I know. I was like, what the heck? Like, you think you have detectors and you should be fine, but... So, that's what happens is you get really tired when you have carbon monoxide poisoning? Well, most people, like, if you're... um, Yeah, you get... And you get kind of, like, dizzy. Like, she was having some mental whatever. And it can have, like, Mm -hmm. long-term effects on your, like, heart and brain. But um, she had a brain scan. She's fine. But we keep joking that she has drain bramage because... Oh, my gosh. (laughs) We're weirdos. And that's how we deal with things is make jokes. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so it makes you tired. And a lot of people, like, it happens while you're sleeping. So you never have a chance to even, like, wake up because it's odorless. So, I know. I'm so glad you guys are okay. I know, but I was just, I am as well, but it was just kind of crazy to think about, like, okay, if these, like, weird, like, random events, like, someone left the door open and whatever, and we were outside having a garage sale, whereas normally we'd be sitting inside our house and, like, XYZ, just, like. So, someone left the door open, like, so you think that made it better? Yeah, because it was, like, airing it out, I think, Mm -hmm. because, like, fresh air is, like oxygen is here to right. CO poisoning um yeah so yeah I don't know just like oh my gosh makes me Ooh. grateful someone was looking out <laughs> seriously those spirit guides slash angels whatever yeah. you want to call them anyone and everyone yeah <laughs> <laughs> So my PSA is, uh, if you haven't replaced your carbon monoxide detectors in a while, maybe do that. <laughs> Just check it out. Yeah. Get your oxygen in. <laughs> yes. Be outside as much as possible. Maybe open a window. <laughs> How was your garage sale? It was good. Um, We sold quite a bun- bit of stuff, I feel like. Um, yeah. I don't know. Did you sell, like, stuff from your house? Um, yeah, I sold, like, do you remember The that? floral couch? No, it's still for sale. No one wants it. I don't know. <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> okay, so just one of the floral couches. Yes, we're keeping the love seat, obviously, because we need somewhere to record. But um, you've already gotten rid of the other one, the, like, chair. 
or no? Um, the chair I put a like cover on, so that's oh, it's in your my room. bedroom, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I was gonna sell the couch, and someone I thought was gonna come buy it, but they like backed out, which is fine. Um, I sold. Do you remember that like ugly gold lamp we had in our apartment? Yeah. Yes. Um. So someone bought that. <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah. A lot of just like random stuff, some clothes. Um, yeah, I sold your. Well, I gave your table away for free, actually. <laughs> the coffee table or the kitchen? Um, table. coffee table I'd given away previously. Your kitchen table. Oh, I didn't know that they actually came and got it. The coffee table. Yes. Yep. They okay. took that. Sweet, sweet, perfect. <laughs> Thank you for holding on to them for the last two and a half years. <laughs> no problem. Um, yeah. I sold the uh, table that we had in our apartment in Morrison that I had in my room as a desk oh, in our apartment in SLP. Yeah. Uh, so many mems. <laughs> goodbye. Time to get new things. I know. For real. But Yeah. So you sold your house. I did. I'm closing in September. Update. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that is a big update. <laughs> it feels mm-hmm. like a whirlwind. Um, got a few things to fix from the inspection, but otherwise I think it'll be smooth sailing. What do you have to fix? Um, Like there's one window that they said didn't open, but it actually just slides really hard. So I think if we like clean it out, it'll slide easier. Mm. Um, and then like a gutter we need to turn around a little bit because it's like draining the wrong direction so I feel like pretty minor stuff yeah yeah that's cool yeah slash exciting slash are you like sad I'm a little sad like I don't know like my neighbors um yeah they've just yeah they've been great and I like don't feel like I ever really had neighbors like growing up because we lived in the country so like it was kind of nice to have like someone to call like next door so what did they say when you told them I mean they were understanding but Mm -hmm. um they're just like really curious who the who the buyers are now (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) because they've been there for what like 20 some years yeah even more maybe Mm-hmm. And then I found out someone else on my street is selling. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So they were also scared to tell my neighbors. <laughs> like oh my the gosh. same nice neighbors. Because they're like, we don't want to leave them. But it's, but it's, you know, it's time for them to move on. So. Yeah. Yeah. All the changes of life. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, well, that's exciting. It will be fun for you to get your new place all figured out and yes settled in yes. your next chapter for sure and I mean but, I feel like house shopping is fun <laughs> yeah and it's like the, nice that you can like take your time and figure out what you want yeah as long as you don't get carbon monoxide poisoning in the meantime at your sister's house twice <laughs> yeah um how has it been living with her though so I haven't officially moved in but yeah I've stayed a few days um Mm -hmm. it's it's good it's fun I don't know I like always said I would never move back to my hometown and it's not like gonna be permanent by any means just like a few months until I find the next step but Mm -hmm. 
I kind of like that because she's like literally within a mile like to the left is my aunt and uncle and two younger cousins and then to the right is my parents so like everyone like is stopping by all the time so it's kind of nice to like be able to see family all the time and like um I don't know I feel like otherwise I just go home and hang out by myself usually (laughs) Mm -hmm. so it's kind of nice to be able to like see everyone all the time especially I don't know it's just been such a weird year to be around family it's been good yeah that's good yeah so I started watching a new tv show yesterday okay um I it was just like a random hulu find and it was a freeform show and I was like okay I'll probably like this because I love the bold type and that's on freeform yeah um and I started watching it and I was like I feel like this might be like a spinoff of The Fosters. Is it Good Trouble? Yes. It totally is. I love Good Trouble. Which I've never watched The Fosters, but I know that you love it and you've always told me to watch it and I never have. But um, I really like Good Trouble. I've only watched three episodes, but I, I'm like, okay, I'm, I can get I can get into this show. It's so good. I'm so happy. You have to let me know when you're like, caught up or feel free to text me about it but I love how like progressive it is like there's so many like real world issues that they talk about that like I don't know I well, love it yeah there's really like Black Lives Matter protests and like I'm only on the first season which mm-hmm. is from 2018 but I was like wow you do not see a lot of tv shows that like show this kind of stuff yep and they yeah they deal with so many like heavy topics but like in a really well done way I think um yeah I don't want to ruin it but there's like other things we will have to discuss as you progress in your watching that makes my heart so happy (laughs) I don't think I feel like it's an undertaking to go back and watch the fosters but I do like this show it is and it would help you with some background, but they're not like that. I mean, they're similar, but everyone's like in high school still in the Fosters, really. So, okay, is it the same people? Like, are those are the girls from Good Trouble like two yeah. sisters who are who those two actors were in? The yeah, so um, they were both adopted by um, a lesbian couple. They mm-hmm. did foster parenting, and then they ended up adopting Callie and her little brother, and then Mariana and Jesus, and Jesus, they're twins. They were adopted, and Jesus is actually, um, it was Jake T. Austin, and then after the first season, he got replaced with Noah Centineo, and so that's where I knew of him before he, like, got really famous, I feel like, in that Netflix movie. Um, I don't know if you've seen any episodes with him in it, but. No. Do you know who Noah is? No. <laughs> he was in um to all the boys I loved before and Okay. Um I feel like he's like blown up recently. <laughs> um I when you said that Netflix movie I figured it was either The Kissing Booth or To All the Boys I Loved Before. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um so in the Fosters were Mariana and um Callie like besties like they are in this show. Yeah, because they were the only um, girls, so they, and then there was three boys, Um, so they were, they had their, like, ups and downs, like, sisters, but yeah, they were pretty Mm -hmm. close. Cool. Yeah. I I like it so far. And the other show that I just finished the first season of is Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. So you've talked about that before, and I still haven't watched it. 
Um, it's it's really good. Okay, still rave reviews after getting through a whole season. Yeah, it gets better too as it goes on, and it's kind of heartbreaking. Um, just gotta love Sandy Cohen, aka Peter Gallagher. Oh yeah, you sent me a snap. It yes. does make me want to. I really want to rewatch the OC, but I don't feel like it. I will love it as much as I did the first time. I don't think. <laughs> I think we can. Like, I feel like if we watch it together again, it'd be enjoyable. But yeah, separately, probably not the same. No. <laughs> uh, I should check that out. Did you say that's Hulu? Yep, it's on Hulu too. Okay. Um, and it just it got renewed for um. For a second season, so I'm excited. Okay. And so did Good um, Trouble. They have a third season coming. I know. Ugh, I'm so excited. That's so good. Ugh, I can't wait to discuss more as you get past episode three. I, I started watching it and I was like, this is a spinoff of The Fosters? Alyssa's going to be so excited. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, I feel like I've probably told you to watch Good Trouble before, but. Probably. I mean, we recommend so many things to each other. Who's got Turn the up. time? Turn <laughs> up the alley. Yes. Um, speaking of new shows or movies, did you see their, um, they released a trailer for a new Christmas movie that was shot in Minnesota? <gasps> no. It's called The Christmas Listing. It's like a real estate themed movie. Naturally. Um, it was two hours from Duluth at the Erickson Farmstead. And it's so going like to come out yeah, we, two hours what direction from Duluth? Because um, two hours from Duluth is like the city. See. It's Santee. Oh, so it's not that far. Oh, okay. Like, so it's in it's Santee. So they dropped a trailer for it, and I can link that in the show notes. Um, it's coming out November 28th. And yeah, I feel like it'll be kind of fun to watch a Minnesota Christmas movie. Well, I love Christmas movies on Hallmark anyway, so I probably Did you watch the trailer? Um, yes. It looks really good. I mean, typical like Hallmark movie, but So so it is it a Hallmark movie? It is, yes. Um so the real estate agent is a single woman who's really focused really focused on her career. Um, but goes back home to Minnesota, and something happens with the guy. <laughs> That's a very good guess, but actually two realtors compete for the same listing and have to spend time together at an inn during Christmas. <laughs> oh my gosh. Although yours was pretty plausible too there will probably be another christmas movie coming out with that exact plot because so half of them <laughs> my second guess was gonna be two realtors like yeah fighting <laughs> over something and then they realize they love each other and they can do better together <laughs> uh, in the spirit of christmas yes and one of them will probably be named mary or holly or <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Oh, I love it. They're so cheesy, but I, I will never get over it. We watched a lot of cheesy Christmas movies last year. Like, I think the most I've ever watched. Really? hmm And, like, be- do you know what prompted that? <laughs> I don't know. 
Do you think you'll just, uh, being, just being home? Yeah. Cozy. Do you think you'll keep that streak up? We will see. <laughs> it's only because I don't want I don't pay for like the Hallmark channel or anything. So okay. I'm just at the, at the mercy of whatever's on Netflix and Hulu, which is usually like the most cheesy. <laughs> yeah. Um, sometimes like Amazon will have have them too. But yeah, it's always the worst ones that make it there. <laughs> okay. Well, um, it's been great catching up. I do have one other question for you, Emily, that I saw on Reddit, and I'm curious what you would pick. Um, okay. So it says, if you got offered a million dollars, but it meant mm-hmm. that every traffic light you approach will be red, would you take it? For the rest of my life? Yep. You've but never hit a green light. So I only get a million dollars right now. Yep. Interesting. I know. I feel like instant gratification would make me want to be like, yep, I'll do it. And I would just have to like train myself to be okay with the red lights everywhere. Um, But... I feel like 80 years from now, I'm going to be like, was that really worth it? I know. And like, there's like a statistic that you spend an average of two weeks at your li- of your life at a red light um, anyway already, which just feels like a long time. But would you get used to it? <laughs> Probably. I mean, yeah, you would. Yeah. I don't know. But, I thought it was so- interesting. You would have to do something with your million dollars that makes it worth it, I think. Yeah. Because if you just got it and then, like, I don't know, spend it all on something stupid. Right. But a million dollars is, like, a lot more money than it sounds, I guess. I don't know. Well, like... Yeah, not over time, maybe, but, like, if it's, like, a tax-free million dollars, like, cash, I feel like mm-hmm. that could, like, change your life as far as, like, being debt-free and, True. like, buying a home without a payment, mm-hmm. like, just, like, a lot of security, but then also, like, how much is your time worth Yeah, over your entire life of driving? I think I'd have to, like, do a lot of equations and, like, spreadsheeting. <laughs> Get out to make this cell formulas. Yeah, to make this decision. <laughs> that makes me so happy too. You're just like making my day that you're talking about Excel. I don't know. Um, the comments were um, mixed, but the top rated one was yes, I would take the million dollars because I'm more annoyed by my poorness than driving, <laughs> which. Obviously, everyone is in dif- different circumstances, but I do think it's a, it's like a time, how much is your time worth decision? Yeah, well, it also, I think, depends on where you live, because if you live in, like, a one-stoplight town, and you're, yeah. like, not really driving very often, or you're going, like, somewhere once a week to, like, get groceries, and then you, like, work on your farm or t- and stuff, like, I don't think... Like, I think it's less of an impact than if you live in, like, a city and you have to commute far to work. Right. Like, I think I I don't go through that many stoplights because, like, a few a day. But, like, mostly I drive highways. So, like, mm-hmm. it probably isn't, like, a big deal. But 
yeah that is a good point I don't know I just thought it was an interesting question I was like huh because a million dollars feels like a lot of money right now but (laughs) I'm leaning towards yes I would accept and then just like move to the mountains (laughs) and just yeah where there's no stoplights (laughs) that's my plan anyways so I mean there you go and then you just have a million dollars in your pocket to help with that (laughs) I'm in for that awesome well okay if only that was a real offer Seriously, I got really excited. <laughs> Lots of analysis put into it. <laughs> um, well, it's been good catching up with you. Um, it's been great catching up with you, too. <laughs> um, I hope to see you again soon in the future. Yes. Um, we can have a last, last uh, rager at your house before you move. Ooh, yeah. That would be fun. Um, we will invite everyone we know. Um, but like enough. No one will wear masks. (laughs) No one will wear masks. We'll all share cups. It'll be great. (laughs) Everyone has to lick the door handle on their way in. (laughs) Yep. That's that's the code for how you get in. Perfect. It's a date. (laughs) All right, I'll make the Facebook event. Okay. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of Floral Couch Conversations. You can find us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, at Floral Couch Conversations. And if you have any questions or want to reach out to us, floralcouchconversations at gmail.com. And if you're liking what you're hearing, please tell everyone you know and leave us five stars. Thanks, everyone. Bye.